Music for the Cinema Geekly Podcast is brought to you by freemusicarchive.org. The Free Music Archive is an interactive library of high-quality legal audio downloads. The Free Music Archive is directed by WFMU, the most renowned freeform radio station in America. Inspired by Creative Commons and the open-source software movement, the FMA provides a legal and technological framework for curators, artists, and listeners to harness the potential of music sharing. Specific music for the Cinema Geekly podcast is brought to you by WizWars. Visit them online at myspace.com slash WizWars or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash WizWars. It's time for the Cinema Geekly podcast, episode 13, sub-episode B. My name is Anthony Lewis, and once again... Thank you for checking us out on cinemageekly.com, on iTunes, and, uh, of course, the social networks, Facebook, Twitter, and Google+. We're on all of them. Actually, on Google+, right now, we're getting close to about as many followers as we have on Facebook right now, so that's cool. Thanks to everybody checking us out uh, via Google+, finding a lot of uh, outside-of-the-country people actually checking us out on Google+. Plus, So, that's awesome. Thanks, everybody, for checking us out. Once again, another sub-episode. Uh, the other hosts, nowhere to be found for this week, so, unfortunately, for the second week in a row, a short and sweet episode of the Cinema Geekly podcast. At least one thing is good, and that is I am a winner in uh, predicting what was going to be the tops of the box office. Of uh, course that ended up being the the Liam Neeson survival film The Grey that pulled in 19.7 million edging out Underworld Awakening that hit uh, 12.4 million one for the money that would be the Catherine Heigl flick that's uh, 11.5 million at number 3 the uh, George Lucas uh, backed monetarily speaking Red Tails was in 4th with 10.4 million and uh, Man on a Ledge was the number five movie, earning a uh, a round eight million dollars. Um, I'm going to quickly run through the golden, uh, not the Golden Globes. The uh, they are golden, in fact, but the Oscars. We're going to run through the uh, just the the top nominees. With this, this obviously is old news. This came out on the uh, the 24th of January, and uh, we had meant to uh, discuss them for the last couple weeks in a row, and it just never came up. Personally, I think. People are just dodging Oscar talk because they don't want to talk Oscar. But, uh, you know, hey, whatever. Um, we're going to look at the... Well, there's obviously the uh, the big nominations, but, of course, the one that is... Uh, the one that most fits in here with uh, Cinema Geeks would be the, uh, the best visual effects. Nominated this year were uh, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Real Steel, Hugo, and... Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2. Personally, I I think that it's going to end up going to Hugo. That's just my uh, personal uh, opinion. I think that's where it's heading. But if I were to uh, to actually be the one deciding myself, my personal uh, vote would go to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. But I think it's going to end up going to Hugo instead. It just kind of seems that it's going in that direction. By the way, Hugo actually got the most nominees. So, uh, Best Actor in a Leading Role 
Um, we have uh, Demian Bichère in A Better Life, George Clooney for The Descendants, Jean Desjardins in The Artist, Gary Oldman for Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and Brad Pitt in Moneyball. Uh, the only one of these movies I actually saw was Moneyball. I, t- I tried to watch Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy, and halfway through, not even halfway through, a half hour in, I, I was bored to tears. So, uh, sorry, it, j- it just did not pick up for me in the half hour at the half hour point. Um, I hope Gary Oldman's performance was definitely worthy of getting the nomination, but I don't know. I just I uh, couldn't make it past that half hour mark. Personally, I'd, I'd give it to Brad Pitt, but he's probably least likely to get it. Um, guessing George Clooney will probably get the award for The Descendants. Best Actor in a Supporting Role, Kenneth Branagh for My Week with Marilyn. Jonah Hill for Moneyball, it's a surprise. Nick Nolte for Warrior. Christopher Plummer for Beginners. And Max von Sydow in Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. I'm not really sure who's going to be getting it, but I would like to put my uh I would like to put my vote behind Nick Nolte for Warrior. Best actress in a leading role, Glenn Close for Albert Nobbs, Viola Davis for The Help, Rooney Mara for The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady, and Michelle Williams for My Week with Marilyn. I'm guessing Meryl Streep for The Iron Lady, even though she probably doesn't deserve it, by all accounts, for a movie that was not that great. And probably would have been worse had she not been in it. But I, I don't know if that alone uh, gives you <laughs> an award. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe she does deserve an award for saving a movie that was so terrible. Um, let's see here. We have um, Best Actress in a Supporting Role. We have... Uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm slaughtering... Uh, I'm sure I'm I'm slaughtering... I, it looks like Berenice or something... Uh, Beho or Beho, perhaps for the artist, Jessica Chastain for the help, Melissa McCarthy for Bridesmaids, Janet McTeer and Albert Nobbs and uh, Octavia Spencer for the help. Just because Bridesmaids got the nod, I'm going to say Melissa McCarthy shouldn't stand a chance. It's going to be one of those girls from the help. I'm not sure which, but I'm sure it'll probably end up being one of them. But uh, I'm putting my uh, my voting power behind Melissa McCarthy. I guess I should mention uh, animated feature film as well, A Cat in Paris. Chico and Rita, Kung Fu Panda 2, Puss in Boots, and Rango. And I've got to say Rango, hands down. I haven't seen the the other two films. I'm guessing foreign animated films. And I don't know, to me, Rango was the best animated film to come out this year. Definitely gets my vote. And uh, they didn't do ten this year, but they did nine for Best Picture. The Artist, The Descendants, Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close, The Help, Hugo, Midnight in Paris, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, and Warhorse. It seems destined at this point that the artist will end up winning. Uh, personally, Moneyball was was my second favorite film of the year, but none of the other movies I really love this year got nominated, and I'm not really all that surprised. I did see Warhorse, by the way. The review is up on CinemaGeekly.com, and I did like it. I just don't know if it's best picture worthy, but I guess a lot of these movies maybe aren't best picture worthy, but uh, I'm going to put my money behind Hugo. I think they're going to give it to Hugo. That being said, we have some Blu-ray releases for February the 17th, 2012. We have uh, Anonymous. I believe that would be the Roland Emmerich Shakespearean film. Uh, CSI, Grave Danger, 
Dangerous Liaisons, Dr. Seuss's The Cat in the Hat, Lady in the Tramp, and a uh, Lady in the Tramp combo pack. 1970 film Love Stories coming to Blu-ray, The Rebound, and The Sunset Limited. And uh, in a later release, February 11th, will be the Twilight Saga Breaking Dawn Part 1. The less said, the better. Uh, Opening, well, it's already opened, obviously. It's uh, February 3rd openings. The uh, the big movies that are, in fact, opening are The Woman in Black. That would be the Daniel Radcliffe uh, kind of scary-ish movie. I'm not sure how they're exactly billing that particular film. Chronicle, Big Miracle, The Innkeepers, Kill List, these are all coming out. The only two that really matter, of course, are going to be The Woman in Black and Chronicle. And despite the fact that I know that he's got that uh, Harry Potter pull behind him, talking about Daniel Radcliffe. I know he's got that going for him, but I don't know. Chronicle, I think, may have more interest, but you know what? We were saying the same thing a few weeks ago about the Gina Carano flick, Haywire, and that debuted terribly and disappeared almost immediately from the top ten. Chronicle uh, is getting good reviews. Uh, 118 so far, and it's at 85%. Critics are saying it arrives... During a glut of found footage films, but Chronicle transcends its gimmicks with a smart script, fast-paced direction, and engaging performances from its young and talented cast. Uh, the Daniel Radcliffe film is also getting good reviews, but uh, not nearly as positive. 112 reviews for The Woman in Black at 63% on RottenTomatoes.com. It says... Uh, re- Critics say, in aggregate, that uh, it is traditional to a fault. The Woman in Black foregoes gore for chills, although it may not provide enough of them for viewers attuned to more modern, high-stakes horror. Uh, which actually means that I'm probably going to be really interested in seeing it, because uh, I'm not a big fan of modern-day horror movies, to, to say the least. But I am going to say Chronicle, at the uh, the risk of... <laughs> failing as badly as I did when we said Haywire. I'm going to say Chronicle takes the top box office spot for next week. But we'll see. We shall see. And hopefully, I said this last week, and I was wrong, but I'm going to say it again anyway. Hopefully, we will have somebody here to talk a full hour of movie talk with uh, some news and some opinions and views and, and other things like that. But in the meantime... Go check out cinemageekly.com. I just did a review of a very Harold and Kumar 3D Christmas, which was uh, better than I thought it was going to be. also did a review of, of War Horse. That's also up right now. And I'm in the midst of writing a review for my first video game review, actually, as I've been thoroughly playing WWE 12. So we're going to have a review for that up uh, soon, uh, hopefully as soon as possible here. So keep checking out cinemageekly.com and uh, keep downloading us on iTunes. Those download numbers uh, and subscription numbers and stuff, those uh, continue to rise, actually, by month by month, sometimes by uh, pretty big numbers, sometimes by small numbers, but increasing nonetheless, which is always a positive sign. So keep checking us out and check us out again next week here on cinemageekly.com and the Cinema Geekly Podcast. Mm-hmm.